right, we are back with all the fallout from Royal Rumble 23. I'm Elio, he's Ben. This is the PC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Ben, how's it going? Well, much better today, and especially now that I'm here, my friend. Um, oh, did a, you have a weird I day? A, a, I had a very rough week, as a matter of fact. Oh, wow. Um, I was, uh, I've been very, very sick. Uh, since, oh, uh, you, yeah, you were saying what happened? Uh, since early Tuesday morning. I mean, I'm not one to bitch, but I had I had a cold or something that knocked me on my ass. Oh wow! And, and this is—I mean, this is not the regular bitching. Oh man, cold time. But no, I mean, I yeah. was—I was about as useful as as decorative pillows for four days, you know. And I'm—I'm I'm only now um, just starting to get back up. That's good. So. So, uh, what a pay-per-view we had. Yes. Um, by, and lo- by and large, it's very good. Um, you know, there were a few low points, uh, which we'll get into, of mm-hmm. course. Um, we're always honest. But you know what? Um, this, um, this podcast is going to be uh, largely positive because I think, I think we got what we needed in terms of the the results um for the for the beginning of the road to wrestlemania so um so i was happy about that and um the ending um after the the main event which was the men's rumble was just absolutely amazing oh my god yeah we're gonna get into all that but um and also, we had the pay-per-view points game on Wrestling POV, which I I uh, made a poster with all the standings. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, no, I did. All right, you, you you were in ninth place with 118 points. Oh damn! How many people played? Uh, there were about uh, 12. Okay, well, at least I didn't come in last. Uh, no, um, it, see, we focused on the top three, like I showed you in the original uh, poster. Um, so, um, no, uh, someone else came in uh, last place. And, uh, of course, last place obviously gets minus 13 points. So that's not you. Yay. Okay. And now, uh, before we went on the air, I was showing you my profile picture. This guy Absolutely. right here. Yes, and I was I was expressing my delight that it was an actual human being this time. Now, I know you're into all this true crime stuff. Yes, I am. As am I. So, I've been listening to a podcast called Ten Minute Murder. It's like they uh, take each episode takes a murder case or whatever, and they like condense it into like 10 minute long episodes, okay? So, have you ever heard of a place called Skidmore, Missouri? Uh, it sounds familiar, yes. That has to be one of the most creepiest towns in America. And I'll tell you why. An entire town conspired to kill the town bully and no one will come forward with who who pulled the trigger on the that uh, shot the bully 
and this guy was his name was Ken Mac, Ken Rex McElroy, and uh, they made this into a book in '88, and in '91 they made it into a movie called In Broad Daylight. Oh man! So basically, he terrorizes town like stealing, um, like, like intimidating, and uh, every time he was charged with uh, with crimes. He never got put away because even the police were afraid of this guy. Oh God! Well, until until well, June. I don't blame him. Until June tenth of nineteen eighty one, when the entire town conspired, they all met in the Legion Hall at like in the mor that morning. They all conspired to talk about how they were what they were gonna do with this guy, how they were gonna handle it. They all agreed. They went back to the DMG Tavern when they know when they were notified he he was there. And then they all surrounded him. As soon as he left and got into his pickup truck, someone got their rifle and they they took out the town bully. Well, that's uh that sounds like a good uh a good plot for a movie and it the fact that it's real life shit was just I absolutely, I absolutely love, like, it's like every time I, like, listen to it, I learn something new every time I hear the story. Like, I love, I love all this true crime stuff. Uh, like, I'm just, like, all into it. Absolutely, and I, I am too. Um, I forget the, I forget the last um, documentary I watched, um, but, um, but I remember I told you about this about a year and a half ago, maybe two. That was that cult, that cult or whatever in Texas? Well, well there's that one. Oh, okay, there's another um, one. But, but, well, this, this isn't really like a, like a, you know, cult crime or whatever, but have you, um, have you seen that documentary called Don't Fuck With Cats? I don't can't say I have no. Okay, uh, well you need to um you need to you, you need I I don't want to I don't want to give anything away but trust me. Uh, uh, to, I'm sorry. What's he called? Don't fuck with cats. I, I'm just looking up on IMDb here. Don't fuck with cats. That's right. Oof. Especially uh, my Susie. She'll scratch you and bite you. <laughs> oh. Oh, so you do have a new cat? No, no, that's my brother's cat. When he was here, he brought his cat. They brought their cat with them. So I, I'm, so I'm an uncle to Susie Canella. Oh, very good. Oh, here we go. Don't fuck with cats. Hunting an internet killer. Is that the one? Yes. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna have to give that a, a look at. It was. It was absolutely brilliantly done, and and the story is completely fascinating because wow. um i i, I, I there's uh, no don't words. tell me anything if you if it's gonna ruin anything just no, no there's no words that i can say to like do it justice it's, oh okay I, I i found the case absolutely fascinating all right all right well that brings our show to an end no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right so uh ben we see we get into the royal rumble absolutely man she this pay-per-view i you know this is my favorite pay-per-view of the year and this one did not disappoint i like i said by and large i absolutely 
uh, enjoyed this one uh, very much. I'm just pulling, um, I'm just pulling up the results here. Go ahead. So I um oh I'm on the I, oh shit I got the I I pull why did I pull the Royal one up twice Let me get the Royal I gotta get the Royal Rumble review myself. All right, so yeah, I I have mine here on my end. Uh, first of all, come on, these posters WV hire me if uh, you want if you want posters created. Well, they are they are grossly uncreative in in some categories. So, All um, right. So yeah. I'm scrolling down to the um, to the results here. So um, there was there a kickoff show? I mean, I know you don't watch it, but um, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't know. Okay, so because well, I'm not seeing anything here, usually they have like like the number one, and they have like P, which is a free show or kickoff show. Okay. But I'm not seeing it here, so it's all right. All right. So here we go with um with the Royal Rumble uh, review. And we got uh right into the action pretty much. Um because um <clears throat> Pat McAfee um is back and um yep. uh and Michael Gold damn near passed out of happiness on, on the on the air. Um, now, sorry, Ben, before we get into the Rumble match stuff, do you want to go through the entrance, like, uh, the order they came out? Because I have them in front of me as well. I'm uh, just, yeah, let's, yeah, let's do that. All right, sure. Go, go ahead. So, um, so yeah, it, it was just kind of funny to see Michael Cole just completely mark out for, uh, <laughs> right? you know, Pat McAfee and, and, you know, he legitimately didn't know he was there. He, he was there. Like mm-hmm. that was that was legit. That wasn't made up. Um, and um, you know, I, I said this before on, on the show. You know, since um, since McMahon has gotten out of the creative chair, Michael Cole has come alive. Right. I'm. I, mean, I, 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 I can't imagine being Michael Cole and having Vince yelling in my ear every Monday night. I mean, I can't imagine how he must have felt having to go through that. Well, I mean, and, but the thing is, if he was capable of this for 25 years, I feel exceedingly bad for the guy because, you know, I, I mean, Michael Cole was always good at his job. Like, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. He was. Like, the voice is back down for a long time. Except when he was feeling with Jerry Lawler. That was ridiculous. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that was just bad creative. But Michael Cole was good at his job. He was a good commentator. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he was nowhere near this entertaining. No. Like, this is just a breath of fresh air. And, like, he'll tell you himself that Pat McAfee really – um, help like reinvigorate his passion for the, the business and mm-hmm. and you even heard him uh you know making jokes with uh pat mcafee um on the um on the royal rumble last night he was he just said um you know i i've been told to watch the monitor for 25 years after pat mcafee told him to watch the rumble so he knew what was going on in the rain <laughs> um, you know and it's just it's just, you know, 
I'm so happy for for Cole because um, seeing seeing this, he, he I mean he absolutely deserves it. I, I mean for God's sake, the guy doesn't have 65 percent of his hearing. And I'm willing to bet you it's because Vince is screaming in his fucking ear for 25 years. Oh yeah. Well, that would, if anything, if anything would cause it, that would be it. Yeah, absolutely. So this rumble, let me just tell you. Okay, should we go through the entries first before we talk about the rumble? Yeah, I actually have them. So, but all right. Yeah, so I, I have, I have, I have them as well. Okay. Why don't you do that? All right. So at number one was Gunther. And at number two, we had Sheamus. So we had a rematch from Clash of the Castle. And that was such an awesome way to start it because that match at Clash of the Castle, oh, my God. Yep. Um, that was a great match. So so that was awesome. And, oh. um, but uh, – and then – the Miz came out at number three. Mm-hmm. Um, ugh, the Miz. And Kofi Kingston was out next. And then uh, at number five, we had Johnny Gargano. And then Xavier Woods at six, which confused me because I wasn't sure if he came out before Johnny Gargano or after. No, he came out right after. All right. So then we had Karrion Cross at seven, Chad Gable at eight. At 9 and 10 were Drew McIntyre and Santos Escobar. At 11 was Angelo Dawkins. Brock Lesnar came out, came in at number 12, and he got eliminated by Bobby Ashley. Yeah, that was that was a real shocker. You know, I'll, I'll be interested to see what they do with Brock because I'm not really interested in seeing Brock versus Bobby again. No. So, which, of course, Bobby Lashley came in at 13, and he got eliminated by Seth Rollins. Baron Corbin at 14, Seth Rollins at 15, Otis at 16. Now, this is where it was confusing, because Rey Mysterio was to have come out at number 17, but he never uh, showed up. Um, and I apparently, now, according to reports, um, that was because he suffered an injury the prior night on SmackDown in his match against Karrion Cross. Okay. So, um, sorry. So that, that's why they had Dominic come out in one of um, one of Ray's masks. Yeah, it, I saw him. Yeah, holding the yeah, mask. Yeah, to make it look like he attacked Ray and stole, yep. um, you know, at the spot um, and ripped the mask off. And then at 19 was Elias. At 20, Finn Balor. Booker T was the only surprise entrant at 21. At 22, we had Damian Priest. At 23, we had Montez Ford. 24 was another surprise edge, in Edge. At 25, Austin Theory. 26, Omos. 27, Braun Strowman. 28, Ricochet. 29 was Logan Paul. And number 30, of course, Cody Rose. Um, you know, and, um, let me just mention a few things cause it'll, it'll help us highlight some spots and then, and then we'll get into the, the larger picture of what, you know, the Royal Rumble, uh, and the men's Rumble sets in motion for WrestleMania. All right. Um, so, um, first of all, first of all, 
Um, Ricochet and Logan Paul. Oh my god, are, that one spot. <laughs> no, crazy motherfuckers. Oh, I, dude, what? I, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm saying, holy jeez. Um, you know, say, say what you want about Logan Paul. I'm not really his biggest fan either in terms of, like, his public persona and some of the bullshit that he says. Mm-hmm. Um, and quite frankly, I've explained this before. Of course, of course, I knew who he was. Yeah. Um, but, but if you... If you ask me what he was famous for prior to coming in to WWE, all I would have all I would have said was social media. But what he did on social media that made him famous, I have no fucking clue. I I still don't know that answer because I just don't give a fuck. Yep. Um, um, but um, but having said that, uh, tw- twenty eight and twenty nine, these those guys were fucking crazy. Seriously. <laughs> um, and then, okay, so let's talk about Cody Rhodes for a minute. Okay. Right. Because the, I, I get this, so I'm not making fun of anybody. Um, it was long suspected, and some would argue a foregone conclusion that Cody Rhodes was going to win the Rumble. Um, you know, as soon as he got hurt at um, Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Um, but um, but especially when they started running those promos and then it was finally announced that he was going to enter the Royal Rumble, everybody was like, oh, well, there, there it goes. Cody's got it, whatever. Um, and I was, I was among that group and then and then we really started to see things um, unfold with the um, the bloodline, and things were getting really climactic. Um, and then, and then the argument came along that Sami Zayn should win and go one on one with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Um. And I get that. Like, there's a there's a perfectly valid argument for that. And and would I hate on it? Absolutely not. Would he get the Daniel Bryan pop and everybody would go crazy, including me? Yes. Um, but even even Sami Zayn said it himself, and this is nothing against him or or smaller wrestlers because everybody knows how I feel about Rey Mysterio. Uh, and if you don't, clearly you haven't been listening to this podcast very long. Um, but but the, the thing is, even, even Sammy said that, that he's not, you know, like, he doesn't have the body type. He's he, he, next to Roman, uh, he, you know, he doesn't look like a, a world champion. He doesn't, you know, kind of present like one. And he he's he's not the guy that's gonna he could carry the belt for six months and stuff, but he's not gonna be the face of the company. Um and 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 he under he understands that. Um and and I I agree with his take and that was very professional. Um, but I'm not saying that, that Sammy shouldn't be or doesn't have the capability to be. Um but um but so 
I started I started to really think about that argument, you know, whether it should be Sami Zayn or Cody Rhodes. And and I'm still coming down on the Cody Rhodes side of things. Um, because I think there's more story to be told. Mm-hmm. Um, if if you have um Sammy uh teaming up with Kevin, if you ha- if you have Sammy uh teaming up with with Jay, because I do think I do think Jay's gonna side with with Sammy against the bloodline. I could be wrong, but that's just what I'm get what I'm guessing. Um and then that's gonna lead to some some very interesting uh dynamics and um really add an interesting wrinkle into into the game plan for uh, WrestleMania rather than the, you know, the, the straightforward, albeit would have been satisfying, you know, Sami Zayn's going to get his shot at, at Roman Reigns um, after what he did. Um, you know, but, but I think, I think if, if we take a more cerebral approach and have, and have Sammy team up with Kevin to take to take down the bloodline from the inside, and then maybe Jay becomes Sammy's inside guy. Like, cause remember how Jay didn't trust Sammy for the longest time. So maybe maybe Jay, maybe Jay you know, comes back in and acts like he's he's all down with the bloodline, and then he's working with Sammy, or he he could just go and say. You know, fuck you. I'm working. I'm working with Sammy now, and then and then we see the the collapse of the bloodline, and and the tribal chief descends from the table, leading into WrestleMania, and that's how Cody Rhodes, um, you know, gets his championship and and a new kingdom. Put in the pun because of it, um, Cody's entrance music, but it kind of fits, you know. Yeah, like, like Roman falls from the throne only to have Cody um, come up and and sit on his own throne, uh, you know. Because even Cody said last night, you know, we're we're both from from wrestling royalty. You know, we need to, uh, and that's why I need to stand across the ring from Roman Reigns. Like that piece of the promo was like that was awesome. Yeah, and, and that's why that encompasses why it needs to be Cody Rhodes um, versus Roman Reigns, in my opinion. Um, so, so this this rumble was was very interesting. Uh, and was, of course, uh, Gunther actually set uh, set the record uh, for the longest time at one hour, eleven minutes, and forty seconds. Yes, he he broke my boy Rey Mysterio's record. I know. No, I, 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 no, I knew he broke record. I just didn't know like how long it was. No, it was I, I was just, I was reading it. I'm reading it now here. It was, um, so Ray's was an hour and two minutes. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. But, but um, is that we have? Um, no, I mean, I, I kind of went off. Did you have any, uh, did you kind of have any comments about this rumble? No, I know. It's when I enjoyed this, uh, this rumble. Yeah. 
Um, the, I people were were saying, and even Michael Cole was like, this was one of the best in his history. Like, no, I wouldn't go that far. Let's let's keep our britches on, okay? <laughs> you know, nineteen ninety two, Rick Flair called. He would like to have a conversation. <laughs> Wait a minute. What about the um? I mean, I believe the twenty twenty rumble or the one where Edge returned. Yeah, that's the twenty twenty. Yeah, that what about that good. one? It, it, you know, and and there's better better some, than ninety two. You know, and, and well, in my opinion, uh, R- R- Rick Flair's you know big uh, first victory was just the cream of the crop for Royal Rumble, but that's just me. Um, but um, but no, they they gotta stop with these. Everything's history making. Everything's this. <laughs> WWE has a forefront of history. Like no, you're trying too hard. All right, we are back. We had technical difficulties. That's why we just suddenly cut the feed without letting. You fans know we are going into commercials, so Ben, uh, all the technical difficulties are taken care of. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm sorry, guys. That was that was on my side, and um, I the the review that I was looking at the web the website just started playing a random video, and I it's, it's the worst when they do that. Um, That's what I'm like with these websites. It's the worst. It's happened to me. So, but but we were pretty much done with the rumble. I think we covered the uh, the major points. Unless Elio had no, something he wanted. To no, add. I'm I'm good. Um, uh, so we're gonna move on to the next match, which was the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match, and I had no idea what to expect until I saw this match. Ben, which thing is match? I didn't like it. Oh, I gotta, okay. I gotta tell you the, the truth. Okay. All right. Why? Okay. What did you like? No, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get to it. All right. Now, the only thing about about the, this match that was cool were some of the visual aspects. You know the um the aspect of Bree's eyes and his outfit and the black light and stuff like that. Yeah, that was cool. And yeah. when the when the puppets came to life, um, you know, after um after um Uncle Howdy after Uncle Howdy jumped off the stage. Um and and they were kind of and you know, behind, behind very very elevated as he was standing there. Um you know, all that was awesome. Um that's that's the storytelling aspect of it. Like the the match, I don't understand what's going on, because, and I'm I'm convinced of this argument now. My buddy Jeff has convinced me. Okay, now if you if you guys are are not familiar, maybe you didn't catch this episode, um, or whatever. Um. Uh, my buddy Jeff made an ar- made an argument several weeks ago that he thought um, that L.A. Knight was outshining Bray Wyatt in this feud, and I I have to say I agree with him. However, however, I made the prediction that um, 
that uh, Bray was going to win at the Royal Rumble because the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match um, was his creation. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, you know, it being his first, um, you know, big match back, he had to win it, right? right. But, but, I mean, we we know, we know what what Bray Wyatt is capable of. We we know what a great wrestler he is. Well what what is the what what is the issue with these five minute fucking matches? You know, they're treating him like he's a fucking Nia Jax or some shit. Yeah, that's how long he gave it to they gave this match five minutes, right? Yep. Five minutes and five seconds. Wow. And for as much hype as this thing got you know, I mean, it, it, it looked it, it looked like you know something out of a, where you go and play laser tag when you're a kid. <laughs> it's, it's just like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> and and you know, maybe I'm missing something, but but as much as I like Bray Wyatt, they gotta show me something because this is just not working and and i never i never thought i would i would say that folks because when he was getting ready to come back and they ran all those you know qr codes and we're doing all this stuff with with the white rabbit before extreme rules Mm -hmm. i was so excited for for bray wyatt yep I'm and I was intrigued with the Uncle Howdy stuff to to begin with, um, but now but now it's just like, come on, come on, what are we doing here? You know, my hair my hair is turning increasingly gray. What, what? <laughs> it's, it's like, and, and thank God the most the most entertaining aspect of these promos. Has been, um, has been um, L.A. Knight, and and yes, it was awesome to see Bray Wyatt and L.A. Knight, for that matter, get the rub with the Undertaker at Raw Thirty. I I expressed how much I love that segment. Other than that segment, you know, over the last month or so, Bray Wyatt honestly has been putting me to sleep. And I don't like that because I love Bray Wyatt and I'm not trying to hate on him. And, you know, I know, I know how much uh, Wyndham Rotunda, the man behind the character cares about this stuff and, you know, what he went through and, you know, his first promo back, like he was so honest with us and I was invested in him, you know, and I want to be invested in him now, but it's just like, come on, what are we doing here? Ne- you know, it's like next scene, exit stage right, you know, just bring on the next character. Yep. We just gotta move we just gotta move on. I'm not I'm not saying anything negative about Bray Wyatt, but it's it's you know, the story has to turn the page. But the mask and the fangs and the red eyes, I was like, gee, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was that was kind of cool. 
All right, the next one was uh, another low, was a low point for me. Uh, like, this is a match I could have seen on Raw. Bianca Belair defeating Alexa Bliss to hold on to the Raw Women's Championship. Thank you. Thank you. And, and this entire, and for this entire lead up to this match on Raw, uh, it's just, you know, we, we saw Uncle Howdy. We saw Alexa Bliss. Um, mm-hmm. You know, playing with the with the with guy in the in, in the howdy mask um, in the crowd. It was all associated with Bray Wyatt. Where was that? Where was that? The match was nothing. I nope. I felt bad, quite frankly, for both of them because number one, Bianca Belair. Let me just be straight up with you. Bianca Belair is too good for this bullshit. Yeah. If she's gonna um if if she's gonna be on the rumble as she deserves to be, she needs to be in a higher spotlight than this. And I know she it's a championship match, she's the WWE Raw Women's Champion. I respect it, but Jesus Christ. What kind of match was that? And you know, um same thing with with Alexa Bliss. I don't know what it is, what it is. Now, I feel bad for her too because, like, as, from my character perspective, she was so good, and and I think I think she still has the potential, um, or and the ability to to be really really good when when she wants to be. It's just. Her in-ring work isn't what it used to be, um, by a long shot. Sorry, um, and um, you know the the promos, much like Bray Wyatt, they just get so fucking redundant. It's it's just it's hard to stay invested in it. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, to your point, this match did not have to be on the pay per view. And that brings us to our next match. Um, the Women's Royal Rumble, Rhea, Rip- Rhea Ripley winning, and uh, here we go with the entries. Of course, the number one, we had Rhea Ripley. Number two, Liv Morgan. At three, we had Dana Brooke. Emma, Shayna Baszler. Bailey at six. B. Fab at seven. Roxanne Perez at eight. That was cool. Dakota Kai and Io Sky both at 9 and 10. 11 and we had Natalia. 12 Candice LeRae. 13 Zoe Stark. 14 Zaylee. 15 Becky Lynch. 16 Tegan Knox. 17 Asuka. And I love the new look. 18 we have Ben. Wait for it. Piper Niven. Thank you. <laughs> The the wrestling gods, ladies and gentlemen, have answered our prayers. And I I felt like it was specifically tailored to Ben Pierce on this one. Because this was like, yes. (laughs) No no more do drop, do drop, whatever the fuck. You sound uh, you sound like you sound like an evil evil wizard plotting. Yes. <laughs> 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 Alright, then at nineteen we had Tamina 
20, number 20 really, really made me mad, made me mad. Chelsea Green, you bring her in for this six seconds. Yeah, and and, that, and now she's she's the resident goon of you know Royal Rumble history. She's right there with the goddamn uh, warlord. And, Jeez. And ladies and gentlemen, okay, this is and 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 this is where I'm going to go off, and and I'll I'll let you finish the the entrance before I do, but but. When when Elio finishes his lineup at any points that he wants to make, I, I want you to I want you to um, keep that in your mind. Kelsey Green and and this match, and I'm gonna circle back to that. Go ahead, buddy. All right. So then, 21 we had Selena Vega. 22 Raquel Rodriguez. 23 Mia Yim. 24 Lacey Evans. 25 Michelle McCool. 26, Indy Hartwell, 27, Sonya Deville, 28, Shotzi, 29, Nikki Cross, and at number 30, we had Nia Jax. Now, if you now if you go back and watch Rumble, they gave Rhea Ripley the Shawn Michaels spot because if you look at the ending where she was like dangling from the from the top rope or trying not to touch the ground. Yeah. And they gave Nia Jax the Andre the Giant, Andre the Giant spot from the '89 Rumble, where all the wrestlers were trying to eliminate him at once. Uh, yeah, you know, and fucking Nia Jax. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, but uh, you had uh, you wanted to talk about Chelsea Green. Yeah. Yes. But but Nia Jax plays into the Chelsea Green. Oh, okay. Sorry. Go go on. Okay. Because here it is, folks. Now, Chelsea Green, uh, if you don't recall, she had been signed by WWE um, in, uh, I, I believe it was 2020, 2021. Um, was it or was it earlier? I, um, I know what? Go on, I'll look it up. Um, but, but it's, um, you know, and then she, she broke her wrist pretty early on and then she came back. Um, and then pretty much immediately after that, she got released and pretty much did nothing at all the first time. So people were like, what the hell? So people were very excited when she was a surprise entrant in this. Okay, place. Ben. So she, um. She was with WWE 2018 to 2021. Yeah. But it, you know, it's just... What did they do with her in all that time? Now, granted, she had injuries, so I get it. Well, actually, uh, she was there before uh, 2018. She, uh, Do you remember uh, when uh, they had that uh, ridiculous uh, skit, uh, skit with Daniel Bryan and his physical therapist? Yeah. That was Chelsea Green on the August 11, 2014 episode of Raw. Oh, Lord. Well, you know, but Chelsea Green does not deserve this. I mean, if you're going to pick somebody for that dubious record, give it to Dana Brooke. Mm. You know, give it to Aaliyah. You know, give it to – and I'm not insulting these women – I'm just saying, 
You don't do that to her. Nope. What in the fuck is going on? It was bad. You know, I, I, I felt bad for her. Like, what, really? Six seconds? You're just gonna get rid of her that quickly? I mean, do these people have any idea how good um, Chelsea Green is? But yet, here comes Nia Jax, who, um, who, who, and I'm just talking the wrestling stuff. I'm not talking anything else because I'm not an asshole. You know, like these online gremlins. But, but let's be honest, folks. And I would love to hear an argument to the contrary, but in my opinion, Nia Jax can't wrestle her way out of a goddamn paper bag. It's, it's just... It, it is physically and emotionally painful to watch her wrestle a match. And and I can only hope she hasn't gotten re-signed on the, to a permanent contract. But Jesus fucking Christ. What are we doing here? Like, I'm looking up her, like, uh, her back, uh, like, other companies. So she, of course, she was in TNA's Laurel Van Ness. And she, uh, she debuted on the January 7, 2016 episode of TNA, losing to Jade. Or uh, Mia Yip. Oh my god, that was Nia Jax. I remember Van Ness. Holy shit. No, Laurel Van Ness is Chelsea Green. Oh, okay. So yeah, her she made her day TNA debut on the January 7, 2016 episode and losing to Mia Yim. Yeah. <clears throat> and then okay. from from Impact she went to Lucha Underground to WWE to Ring of Honor. Then she returned to Impact in 2021. Then uh, VXT, uh, which I'm not and then her all the way to her return to WWE in twenty twenty three. Yeah, and it's just I I don't know. You do that with her, and 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 let's let's back up a little bit and talk about the number thirty entrance spot. Okay, because the the entrance numbers played a very big role in the outcomes of both. Of both Rumble matches. Okay. Um, of course, Rhea Ripley entered at number one, ran the gamut, uh, set the um, set the women's record for amount of time spent in, in the Rumble. She got like an hour and four minutes. Rhea Ripley, if if they don't strap the the rocket pack to her now, you know, I thought I thought they were gonna do it when she was coming out of NXT. Um, when they called her up right after she won the title, um, uh, I'm going to talk about that actually in the in the when we get to Raw. Go on, yeah. no, no, but go on. I'm going to talk more about that. And um, but they they got to do it now. I mean, and but the but the thing is, folks, um, as good as they did with with the Rhea Ripley story in in the Rumble. The the women's rumble sucked. I'm sorry. It it's terrible. It, it's just who else in that match 
and I'm I'm serious. I'm not being a smartass. But who else in that match, other than the the re- the regular names that we all know, you know, like Asuka, you know, Becky Lynch, those people. Were you really buying anybody else to you know to win the Rumble for the women? No, I really enjoy Rhea Ripley's the only one that made sense. Yeah, based on the story being told, and the only other prediction that I had was 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 Bailey because of the because of the fact that Damage Control needed it so bad. Um, but, um, but, you know, they got it right with Rhea Ripley. It's just both of these, um, Royal Rumble results were foregone conclusions and the, the women's rumble was terrible. It, I, um, what well, not terrible because last year's was the, the definition of terrible. Um, so it was, it was leagues above last year, but still. Uh, not much, to, not much to shake a stick at with that one. Um, and then, and then let's go back to, to the to the men's real quick and have a have a conversation. Uh, and then, and then we'll move on. Um, as much as I like Cody Rhodes and the, and the storyline that they're going with and the, the promo that he did last last night and. Uh, and the matches that he had with Rollins before the injury. What in the fuck? Why in the hell? Other than the fact that maybe they're protecting his pec, which if it's not fully healed, then why the fuck was he in there? I assume it was. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make this argument assuming that this was strictly a booking decision based on the fact that that's what they wanted to do. Um why in the hell was Cody the number 30 entry? Why? I don't know. I had number 27. So, so, but my point being, he didn't, number one, and this is the lesser point, number two is what I really want to get to, but number one, he did nothing to earn it other than the fact that he's Cody Rhodes, the prodigal son, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm I'm coming back, and 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 I am the I am the chosen one for the WrestleMania 39 main event, at least one of them. And um, you know, yes, the story was awesome, but I mean, Jesus. And then, but my biggest problem is if you really want to tell a redemption story with with Cody Rhodes. Have him fucking earn it in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. I mean, give him an earlier number. I'm not saying you had to put him in there at number one or number two. Um, you know, that's a video game struggle that I'm going through right now on the men's side of things because they put they put me in at number two and they won't let me and they won't let me pass that match. It's a mandatory objective. You have to win the Rumble and. And the fucking mechanics. Oh no! Wait, what story is this? One of the like built-in uh, uh, career uh, story modes. Yes, and I, I I can't get past it. I played it like ten times. Wait, wait, wait! What is this story mode? 
it's, it's my rise and um oh my okay and it, it's just i cannot get past it but anyway is is your name the original pierce well it well on um <laughs> on the men's side it's just my name and then today i just created one for the women's uh storyline so i'm i'm just now getting into that okay um, on the main roster um well on nxt i should say um and i created a virtual version of my sister so, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. nice tribute to her to her so all uh, good go ahead but but my my point being you know Give Cody, you know, time in the rumble. Give him, you know, 25. Give him, give him 45, 50 minutes. And then we know he earned his shot at, at WrestleMania. I'm not saying Cody's not worthy of the WrestleMania main event. Of course he is. He's fucking awesome. Did you hear that response from the fans last night? I mean, holy yep. fuck. But I'm just saying from a storyline perspective, from a prestige perspective of the, the championship and how important it is to get the belt off of Roman. According to, this is according to Cody, not my opinion, how, how important it is to get the belt off of Roman. Um, you know, make it prestigious. Get, make him earn it. I mean, Jesus Christ. Because giving him number thirty makes it look like it was it was bestowed upon him, mm. and that's like the Roman Reigns treatment. We don't need that again. It, it, it's just it's mind boggling. But anyway, um, moving on to the to the next match. Oh my God, this next match. Okay, for me, this match started out slow, but I get it. Storytelling started out slow. Start, it built up mid-match, and now I don't know if it was just me, but towards the beginning, did the crowd seem a bit dead? Um, so a, a little bit. Okay. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Okay, so it wasn't just me. Okay, but, um, so it started slow, built up mid-match, and then it really picked up towards the end. But after the match, everything that happened after, that was absolutely perfect. The way everything played out. Oh my God. That was. This is, this is how you tell stories. This is masterful. Okay. This, this is why. Okay, you ask you ask Elio and I why we were screaming for so fucking long about the importance of long term storytelling of Triple H getting the fucking pen out of the wrinkled hand of Vince McMahon. <laughs> the wrinkled hand, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> And it was just beautiful rolling off my tongue. Listen to that sentence. Get the fucking pen out of the wrinkled hand of Vince McMahon and it arrives. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's beautiful. And I, that wasn't even choreographed. Um, but, um, but this is why we wanted Triple H in charge of 
creative in the first place. Um, and I'm not saying anybody predicted something like that good, but I mean, I mean, for how good this this bloodline storyline has been, oh. you know that was the climax of all climaxes. And that, that, mean, you know what? That was even better than the ending to War Games. Exactly. Exactly. And um, it, it was just I, there's nothing I can say, folks. If you haven't, if you haven't seen it, please go back and look at it. This thing for 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 all the shit that we have given WWE over the lifetime of the show for their lack of storytelling. This is what I wanted. This is now this storyline is once in a fucking you know two decade kind of thing. I understand that. I you know not every storyline is gonna be this. I don't you know, it can't be. But this is just epic. This is wonderful. This this this, this was nothing. Go go ahead. I'm still I'm still gonna have something. Go ahead, I'm still looking at something. Um, you know, and and um it, it just opens up so many possibilities. Um and you know, I think everybody that was watching that got exactly what they wanted. Um and um but but the way that we got there wasn't the way that we thought that we were gonna get there. That's what makes it so much fun. You know? Because now it's like Roman Reigns is the betrayed one, but yet he's not because he's been such a dick. But yet he he is because the bloodline is turning on him because he's a dictator, but they knew he was a dictator and didn't care. But now they're go- they, they went after, you know, Jay's, you know, enemy turned friend. This whole thing is just... And, and let's not... Let's not overlook the small details, okay? Now, one of the unsung stars of this storyline, of course, has been uh, Jay Uso. Um, but Jimmy did a great job. Ben? Yeah. Let me ask you, let me play a clip for you. Because how true is this statement from Jay Uso after what happened at the end of that match? Remember this line? statement yeah i mean i, I mean geez, right there it's so perfect <laughs> it, it, it is it is so wonderful and and like i was saying but jimmy jimmy was the unsung mvp of that segment in my opinion because the way that he reacted when when jay was so betrayed by jimmy or by uh sammy when he apologized like, like we're, what are you doing like we're brothers and all that shit and, and jimmy is looking at jay as he's talking to sammy and he's like 
you could hear him. He's like, "What are you doing? I'm your brother. What the like? What the fuck is your problem?" And then like he he super kicks him, and then Jay doesn't attack him or walks away. Yeah, like, like everything about that. So it's like, are we gonna have a is is Jay gonna take over the Sammy role now? You know, this is this is great. This is going to lead to the fall of one kingdom and the rise of another with Cody. See, storytelling is great. So all, all these fans are complaining like about all oh, the same thing every no. They want they want things right away, right away. That's the problem with fans today. They want everything handed to them right away. They don't want to wait. They don't want to. They don't want to hear see no storyline build. Exactly. And, and um, you know, the thing is, for as much shit, for as much criticism as I, as we have rightfully given um, WWE over the years, there's nothing to criticize here. Mm-hmm. Nothing. And, and you know me, and, and I, I know your style too. We don't blow smoke. So if, if I'm not saying we're special folks, but if, if the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast and a lot of others I'm betting are saying how good this was. You can bet your ass that it was good. Yep. Um, and with that being said, deservedly so, because of the quality of that storyline, we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a break before our virtual producer kicks us off, and and we'll be right back uh, with the rest of the fun stuff. Stay tuned. All right, we're back, and we are now going to get into our review of Money and Raw. But Ben, before we do that, I found something on Google, uh, on my Google News feed uh, while I while we were waiting to go back on air. And uh, this article is four directions that they could go with the WWE Tag Team Championships. Okay, shoot. So the number four, Jimmy Uso is forced to defend the tag team championships alone. Okay. Number three, the Freebird rule, which allows Solo Sokoa to take Jay Uso's place. That could work. Number two, the Bloodline lays waste to the entire WWE tag team division, leaving no potential challengers. No, you don't want to bury your tag team division. You just you you spend so much time trying to build them back up. And number one, the WWE tag titles are vacated. A tournament is held, and the Usos reunite to defeat the finalists. No, no. Once if they if they drop the championships, they shouldn't win. They shouldn't have them back. That doesn't make sense because then that means that Jay. J.O., everything that happened at Royal Rumble was for nothing, if uh, that's what they're going to do. Exactly. Like, um, they're saying, oh, this could all be a ruse uh, uh, set up by Roman Reigns. But no, I don't think it is. Uh, no, I don't, I because, don't think. Because uh, that was just too good. That was too great of an ending for this to be to be messed with. Yeah, exa- exactly. All right, so now we're into Monday Night Raw. Yes, sir. And uh, you want to go first with your highs and lows? Uh, yeah, let me. Um, I I accidentally closed my um window, but let me um, 
Let me just pull it back up. Um, hang on. Uh, you know, this, this, I could really use a Jeopardy theme. No, I got it. We're good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, hi, right off the bat, uh, Cody Rhodes promo. Yep. Just, just killed it, every aspect of that. Um, and then, uh, Seth Rollins and Chad Gable. How good? How good is Chad Gable? I mean, holy lord! Right, and apparently, um, apparently Maximum Male Model was uh, backstage at Raw, and uh, they were. I was reading about possibly uh, they're possibly going to recruit Otis. So no, don't do that. Oh, oh no, no. <laughs> If, if he does that, I will do this podcast naked in protest. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, my God. I only ever uh, need that. Stop. Well, well geez, well, it's a sentiment. You wouldn't be able to see anything anyway based on the fact that I'm sitting and I have a desk <laughs> right here. You fucking... <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Let's go. But anyway. Yeah, what else you got? Um, and then another, another high point was, I'm just, I'm just scrolling, uh, was not, well, certainly not Baron Corbin. He's a walking low point. Oh my, that um, was terrible. And then, um, uh, I'm, I'm just I'm still looking. Oh, and then, and then the, the main event, uh, of course, Cody versus Finn. You can't go wrong with that. So those are those are my high points. So that's two mm -hmm. high point two high points. Hey, no points. Of course you said Baron Corbin no, and I hate doing that to Chad Gargano. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. Exactly. Uh, why why do you have to do that with Johnny of all people? No. Just just absolutely not. Um and then I'm gonna say um Oh, oh, actually, I do have another high point. Um, EO Sky versus Candice LeRae. Oh, I yeah. Was, yep. I, I thought that was really good. Um, and then, but low points were um, definitely the Maximum Male Model segment. Um, the Miz versus Rick Boogs. Um and and the Miz TV segment that went with it. Um, I um, I didn't really like um the the VIP lounge either. No, that was that was terrible. Um, and then um, I understand its purpose, but I'm also gonna give a low point to um Bronson Reed versus Dolph Ziggler. You know what? I don't understand what they're doing with Bronson Reed. Uh, no. I no, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand it, but nonetheless. So for me, high points. I had the uh, same as you: Chad Gable, Seth Rollins, and Cody Rhodes, and he was guy in Kansas Low points. I had the VIP Lounge, Baron Corbin, Chad Gargano. 
the big boo versus the miz and miss tv and bronson reed and uh Dolph Ziggler. oh and the high point was the main event of course oh okay very good so that um, is all i have for raw do you have anything else uh no i'm good all right now uh ben um now you know we i've i had this tournament going on on uh tiktok the modern day tag teams versus legendary tag teams oh yep gotcha and i have the results for the opening round so the first match is the acclaimed versus ftr and you 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 picked sorry that was my that that was my uh, TikTok. I I lowered the volume. Okay, very good. So who did you pick on uh, on this match? Acclaimed in FTR. FTR. And FTR won fifty eight percent to forty two percent. Oh my God! What were those forty two percent thinking? Why? <laughs> All right, the Outsiders versus the New Day. Outsiders. And they won 60% to 40%. Thank you. Thank you. At least we have some people that appreciate history. <laughs> the Lucha Brothers versus the Briscoes. The, the Briscoes. The Briscoes won 56 to 44. And I appreciate the fact that that was close because both those tag teams are badass. Next, we had the Wild Samoans and Edge and Christian. Uh, Wild Samoans. Uh, Edge and Christian won with 92%. You, you fucking goons. <laughs> and then we had Arcade Bro. That, 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 that wasn't very oofy of your No, I was on. not. How dare you do that to Ooh. Roman Reigns' his father? <laughs> exactly. Uh, just because you don't like Roman Reigns doesn't mean you have to do that to Sika and Afa. Exactly. All right, it's gonna arcade bro and the brain busters. Um, I'm gonna give it to the brain busters. Oh, arcade bro won one hundred percent. Um, okay, well that makes sense, but still. All right, that, then we have the New Age Outlaws and the Young Bucks. New Age Outlaws. They won one hundred percent. Thank Christ. Street Profits and Aussie Open. Um, Aussie Open. Oh, Street Profits won 100%. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, they're very good, but I really, I, I really don't understand these 100% landslides. Okay, Ben, I'm going to need your help on this one because Goldust and Booker T versus Steiner Brothers, both teams got 50%. All right, well, I'll break it, and guess what? Rick and Scott, you got the dub. All right, so Steiner Brothers move on. Next, we have the Usos and the Dudley Boys. Um, the Usos. Oh, Dudley Boys won with 67%. Oh, dude. <laughs> and then we have the Hardy Boys and the Rock and Roll Express. Rock and Roll Express. Hardy Boys won with 67%. Oh my god! Yeah! <laughs> okay, so here's the matchup for the next round. No, 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 oh, no, 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 sorry. I'm done. Go on. I, now, 
don't get me wrong, okay? When I react like that, I'm kind of having fun with you guys, and I'm, I'm hyping up the characters aspect of what we do. That that kind of thing. However, in all seriousness, this is this is entirely me talking. Um, please, I cannot believe the results of that last one because please understand your history of the Rock and Roll Express and what they've done and what they did in their day. Oh my God! I mean, come on. <laughs> It's, it's it's no contest, folks. Now I didn't I didn't even know who the Rock and Roll Express so were when I like when I was growing up. Like I heard the names, and I saw the pictures in the magazine, but I had never seen them. But I mean, when I was older, I I saw started watching their matches. Well, you know, it's just you know some of these people just I'm I'm not insulting them. I'm just saying. Like, I just, I, I wish they had a better understanding of some of the um, historical aspects of things. All right, so here we go with the next round, then, uh, which I will set up the, the matches uh, to, uh, tomorrow. Yeah, and then I usually give them a week uh, so that they, we get, like, actual results. We don't just, because people still vote even after we're done. They still vote. Okay. So, well, so that's why I'm gonna because we're on on Saturday. I'm gonna wait till next Tuesday for uh, these votes, and then I'll have them, and then I'll do the the one after this on the following Saturday. Do we have a show on that Tuesday? Actually, actually, I think we do, right? Because of the um, because of the NXT Vengeance Day or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, you know what? We'll, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But, um, okay. okay, so the next round we have FTR versus the Outsiders. Oh, oh, okay. That's a good, that's a good one. That, that's a good one. Okay. And then who's next? Oh, you know, you make your pick. Oh, oh, um, it's, um, I would still, I, I would still have to give it to, to FTR. Okay. Next, we have the Briscoes versus Edge and Christian. I'm sorry, because I love Edge and I love Christian, but the Briscoes, and I'm not just saying that given recent events, I'm, I'm a Briscoes guy. All right, so... The winners of, and uh, no, see, so then uh, we have the only match left is RK Bro and the, and Rainbow. So it's gonna be, RK the Briscoes versus RK Bro. So this is the way the left bracket looks. FTR Outsiders Briscoes RK Bro. Cool. Very good. All right, now on to the right side. We have the New Age Outlaws versus the Street Profits. Um, oh God. Um, I'm going to have to say, uh, I'm going to have to say the Street Profits. All right. So, and then we have, we have, 
Uh, you said oh, Steiner Brothers. Then we have Steiner Brothers and the Dudley Boys. Steiner Brothers. Okay. And the winners of the winner of uh, Street Profits, the Steiner Brothers, will face uh, the Rock and Roll Express. Well, no, will face the Hardy Boys since they won. Okay. Cool. So I'm going to figure this out because I think I fucked it up by the time. <laughs> I'll figure this out. Well, it didn't sound like you fucked it up, but, but whatever you. No, because they looked even on uh, on both sides, but I think I may have mixed up the brackets here. Like right, the, well, the second, at least on the left side. So I'll figure that out. Well, you're forgiven. That's okay. All right, so <laughs> I, I guess we're done, and all that's left is resting roulette. Um, Absolutely. So, Ben, are you ready? I am. Let me just uh, close out a tab. Let me just, uh, I'll be right back. I'm just uh, going to get the playlist up. All right, it's time for Wrestling Roulette. The way it works, I play 21 tracks, 10 seconds, and Ben has to guess which wrestler that theme belongs to. And stay tuned because in the coming weeks, when we do have a third host joining us, a third guest joining us. We're going to have the Wrestling Roulette Championship, the first inaugural match to see who the Wrestling Roulette Champion is. Very good. All right, Ben, so are you ready for your first one? Yes, sir. Her name is now Piper Niven. Praise <laughs> <laughs> the Lord. What? <laughs> Michael is a happy camper right now. Yes, I am. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. And you know, actually, this time we can actually say and be like, her name is. We shall not call her Doodop. Her name is Piper Niven. Exactly. All right, now, can you hear that? Because your voice says, and your sound sounded kind of like, like faded a little. Oh, it did? Um, yeah. No, when you started cheering. <laughs> no, because I leaned back. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, okay, so okay. I okay, okay. back. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right, track number two, here we go. Um, yeah, I don't know. That is Odyssey Jones. I, I don't know if I've ever seen Odyssey Jones wrestle a full match. Really? Oh, okay. He's had a few on uh, NXT. Alright. Well, I, you know, I'm not going to watch Yeah, I know. That. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll t- actually, I'll tell you about that offline. Okay. Off air. Off air. Okay, here we go. Track three. Uh, 
The corporate ministry. Yes, the corporate ministry. All right, here we go. Track four. kick myself but that one always gets me i'm not sure that is damien priest god damn it fuck, fuck. jesus okay. all right here track five Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz, yes. All right, track six. Here we go. Uh, pass. That is Shelton Benjamin. Oh my God. That's his new one. Let, let's uh let's revert back to his his golden standard theme. Right. Uh, the, the, there was nothing to differentiate. You were trying seven. That is Kelly Kelly. Yes, Kelly Kelly. And um, that was track un- seven, right? Un- unfortunately, she got kind of through no fault of her own. She got caught up in some drama with Karen Jarrett. Uh oh! Oh no! Because she decided to put um, she decided to put Kurt Angle on blast for some reason. I guess okay. I guess Kurt pisses his ex wife off. Uh-oh. And she decided to name Kelly Kelly as one of the many uh, alleged affairs Kurt had. Jeez, here we go. All right, that was track seven, right? Yeah. All right, here we go, track eight. Gonna kick myself again, but, but but pass. That is Roman Reigns' younger cousin, Luther Reigns. No, <laughs> that was bad. No, but then no, it's Luther Reigns. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Track nine. No, track eight. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, track nine. Here we go. It's horrible. Snitsky. What? Ow! <laughs> what? What? How? What? What? Okay. Waiting. I was, sure. I was waiting for that. It wasn't my fault. That's but I, that's why I said how. What? Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
All right, here we go with track number 10. Okay. Tag team partners for life. <laughs> Billy and Josh. Actually, you know what? It says the runway here, but you know what? I was looking this up and the one the runway was a completely different team, but it had Rico and someone else. I forget who who read this at this moment, but the runway was a completely separate team from Billy and Chuck. No, but then Billy and Chuck used it. Yeah, so that's okay. I'm still gonna give to you. There we go. Track number ten, right? No, that this is track number eleven now. Let me track this, number eleven. This one coming up is track eleven, I think. No, it's track. This one was track ten. Yeah, this one is track ten. This one coming up is track eleven. Yeah, you're right. Uh, no, no, I don't think we're gonna do it though. Hold on. That doesn't sound like a theme. Yeah, it is. That's an that's is Matt Seidel's impact theme. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that though. Okay. I'm gonna move on track eleven. Here we go. Did the BC boys have a run in WWE? I don't know, but <laughs> that um, is that is. Do okay, you want to have a guess? No, I I have no idea. All right, that is Layla. He's fucking. All right. That's Jim Johnson, actually. So we can't really blame Death Rebel or CFO. Uh, uh, well, I, I wish we could. All right. All right. Here we go. Track 12. Steve Austin. Yes. This one's called Venom. Okay. All right, we'll track 13. Yes. Wow, you got that nose here. Well, how do you not get that? But still, you know, if you didn't know, if you didn't know who the inspiration was, would you have known that it was them? Like, if you, like, because if I played this song, but you never knew where they, who it was. No, no. Yeah, I I wouldn't have gotten that either. Like, if I didn't know if they had changed your name. Yeah. All right, here we go. The Rock. The Rock. Now, do you know what that is? No. 
That is his song off of the the BBF the volume the music volume five. It's called Pie. Oh, it geez. is so stupid. <laughs> oh my god! Like what? What am I listening to? All right, so track fifteen. Here we go. MVP, you are track 16. Um, that is Edge. Edge. That's how that that's uh actually the I I didn't have the um I didn't have the WB one so I went and got the Alter Bridge the album version. Yeah, I have the um I have it on my uh, Spotify favorites. Yeah. Are you track seventeen? That is the one Billy Gun. Oh my God! <laughs> All right, are you on track eighteen? Uh, Wolfgang. No, actually, that's okay. another. That's another impact team. That is Eddie Edwards. Well, I, let's not count that then. No, no I'm going to count it. Uh, who, who gives I'm not, a shit no, 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 that's not track. Okay, this next one will be track 18. I'm not going to count that one. Here we go. Okay. All hail the Queen. Queen Zelina. She's more queen like than Charlotte Flair. God damn. <laughs> And and she seems much cooler, to be honest with you. It, like if you um if you watch um her and um and her husband um Malachi Black on um on YouTube, like the YouTube channel, they've done some very cool stuff like oh. like tattoo logs and stuff like that. Oh she, she seems really cool. Um Selena Vega. Yep. Selena Vega, here we go track nineteen. I just had I had some virtual run-ins with Trish Stratus and get your mind out the gutter. I'm talking about 2K22 earlier today, folks. So uh, yeah, okay. So that's 14. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Track 20. Here we go. Still my favorite Rey Mysterio theme to this day. Yeah, it's Rey Mysterio. And here's the last one. Are you ready? Yep. 
Try 21. this one the laugh always throws me off um alexa bliss no that is Liv morgan oh okay all yeah, right 21 tracks you got a score of 15. not bad all right I, do it. Uh, I, I think that's the best i've ever done i'm curious to see what would have been next Oh wow, he you want to do yes? I want to say Coco Beware. No, that is Haku. Oh, sorry, yeah. don't kick my ass, please. <laughs> All right, so that brings our show. Uh, there's something else. No. We have uh, no. Uh, before we go, um, of course you can find PC Progression Wrestling Podcasts on iTunes, Spotify iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Amazon Music, and Amazon Alexa. Exactly. Along with myself, Elio, and my co-host, Ben. And you can also find me on Saturdays on Wrestling POV, along with Tony Diaz, the $50 man Clay Cummings. And that's on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and Pandora. And we are also on Amazon Music as well. So with that, uh, Ben, we should bring the show to a close. Absolutely, man. All right, so that's it for our Royal Rumble Fallout post show. For my host, Ben, I'm Elio. Ben, say goodnight to the fans. Good night, people. <laughs>